Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I have a real deep question for you today, and I want you to really reflect on this. Do you believe that you truly can receive a miracle from God? And do you believe as his son or daughter that you can be a conduit of miracles where he can perform miracles through you for others. Think about that. I wonder how many of us truly believe in the power of God. This morning, I was contemplating and reflecting on Sirach, S-I-R-A-C-H, chapter 48, verses 1 through 14. I'm spelling that and calling that out because Sirach is only in the Catholic and Orthodox Bible. It's not in the Protestant Bibles because it wasn't found in Hebrew. So I know there's many non-Catholics that listen to this. So maybe you want to look up that Bible chapter or Sirach, the book of Sirach, because there's some really interesting things in there. So I'm going to read it real fast. Like a fire there appeared the prophet Elijah, whose words were as a flaming furnace. Their staff of bread he shattered. In his zeal, he reduced, he reduced them to straits. By the Lord's word, he shut up the heavens and three times brought down fire. How awesome are you, Elijah, in your wondrous deeds, whose glory is equal to yours. You brought a dead man back to life from the netherworld by the will of the Lord. You sent kings down to destruction and easily broke their power into pieces. You brought down nobles from their beds of sickness. You heard threats at Sinai, at Horeb, avenging judgments. You anointed kings who should inflict vengeance, and a prophet as your successor. You were taken aloft in a whirlwind of fire in a chariot with fiery horses. You were destined, it is written, in time to come to put an end to the wrath before the day of the Lord, to turn back the hearts of the fa- of fathers toward their sons, and to re-establish the tribes of Jacob. Blessed is he who shall have seen you, and who falls asleep in your friendship. For we live only in our life, but after death our name will not be such. O Elijah, enveloped in the whirlwind. Then Elisha, filled with the twofold portion of his spirit, wrought many marvels by his mere word, 
During his lifetime, he feared no one, nor was any man able to intimidate his will. Nothing was beyond his power. Beneath him, flesh was brought back into life. In life, he performed wonders, and after death, marvelous deeds. You've got Elijah, in and of himself, an incredible prophet, was carried up in chariots of fire, right, into the heavens. And before he left, Elisha, sorry, asked, well, Elijah asked Elisha, what shall you want from God? And Elisha didn't hold back. He said, dude, I want twofold of your spirit. And Elijah even kind of looked at him and was like, wow, that's quite the, quite the ask there, buddy. <laughs> Let's see what God wants to do here. And of course, answered that prayer. And once Elijah was carried up, Elisha took his staff and boom, ended up, oh, I think it was his cloak, and ended up parting the waters. And, and you could see his answer, his prayer, his ask was answered. God fulfilled that through him. And then he became this amazing man on earth, bringing people back to life. And his word was powerful, changing hearts. Okay, that's us, people. But how often do we truly go to God for that miracle in our lives? It could be for our own sanctification, our own holiness. Or it could be just crying out to the Lord in a world of hurt that you're in. The responsorial psalm, rejoice in the Lord, you just. We should be rejoicing and so happy and glad for our faith, constantly hopping and skipping and jumping around this world because we've been given this light, this spirit. We should be asking for the spirit of Elisha, the twofold spirit, Lord, and we should be crying to the Father like he's our daddy. The Alleluia today, Romans 8, verses 15. You have received a spirit of, adopt, of adoption as sons through which we cry, Abba, Father. And I always look at adoption differently than just being born into a family. When you adopt a child, it's your choice. You choose to adopt a child. When you give birth to a child, you kind of get what God gives you, right? But we, the faithful, are chosen by God. We are chosen to do great things and to have great things happen to us and through us. Miracles, y'all. So I look at the very last reading, which is the gospel, Matthew chapter 6, 7 through 15. And how are we praying to God? Are we just whining and babbling and blah, 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 blah. we don't really just call out and love him? Lord, I know you are almighty. I mean, you can do anything in me and through me as long as I am in with and through you. You and I can do so many things. Why am I not strong enough or confident enough? or trust enough, maybe I'm scared to even have my dreams and my desires fulfilled through you. Now what? Oh boy, now I've got to do something with this miracle or share this miracle or pray for a miracle and, and just 
be in awe of God's power? I want to call out to those of you who, I mean, bottom line, let me read something else in here. Um, Okay, so don't be babbling like the pagans. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. But we should truly, and then it goes into the Our Father. But that's not how I want you to pray to God when you're desperately seeking a miracle. Or if you have something in your life that has not been transformed, that has not been sanctified, that has not been alleviated from your life. And one of those that I struggled with, with my own family members, was forgiveness. The very last part of the gospel. If you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. It's not easy to forgive someone who hurt you, betrayed you. Really, it's, it's not. But when you call on God and you ask for His grace, Over and over and over again, you will notice your heart will change. When you start praying for that person and you start willing their good, that is when you see God truly changing your heart, making it pure and clean and loving so that you can love thy enemies as thyself. Yes, Every single time we pray the Our Father, we have that, I will forgive others as you forgive me. It's not a, well, when I want to. I mean, we are called to. That's what we must do. And a lot of times, you can't do it on your own. I tried for months. So when I realized that God wasn't going to forgive me, I freaked out. Because at this time in my journey, I was falling and fallen and fallen so many times. I was running to confession darn near every week so that I could receive the Lord on Sunday. Maybe even in spite of myself, knowing that I will probably fall again, I'll probably be here next week, but I kept going to him. I did honestly really want to change, but I didn't know how. So I would go to confession, but I wouldn't call on God to help me with the problem. It wasn't until I humbled myself and said, I'm a clearly human, not, you know, I'm, I'm not infallible here. I am, I am broken and I need someone to piece me back together. And God, I think that that's you. You're the only one that I can think of that can fix this. And so when you humble yourself and you go to God with the idea that you have to, People, if you die today and you have been resentful and unforgiving towards someone, even someone that you may not even know, maybe it's someone on social media, maybe it's someone who's ticking you off at your office who has such ridiculous views in your eyes, right? We just have to realize they're in the dark and people that have hurt you are in the dark. They're living this selfish Life, I've hurt so many people. And when you think about yourself, when you have hurt someone, whether you meant it or not, you really want that forgiveness. I mean, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, I hope that person 
I am so sorry, I am so sorry, I am so sorry. You just apologize and apologize, especially if you didn't mean to do what you did. And you're desperate to have that person forgive you. Well, if you flip it around, they're thinking the same thing. Or even, even better, when they feel that they're in the right and you guys are right fighting about something, that's the time to just accept the fact that you have different views and then to love that person, to pray for that person, and to hope that God gives them the eyes that you have so that you can then see things as God sees things. It's really difficult to deal with people who don't have eyes to see. So two things today. Let's pray to God in a cry out to Abba, our Father. He chose us. He chose us to do great things. We are not just supposed to go along to get along. We are supposed to spout the faith. We are supposed to live the faith. We are supposed to love and be joyful about the faith to every stinking person that we come across. So call on God to give you that twofold spirit of Elijah. So we could have fourfold that we can be walking, living, breathing Jesus on this earth. We need it so bad. We need it bad. And then second, if you're, if you're holding on to resentment and you're not forgiving someone, this is your soul here. Let's look at it differently. Forget what that person did. Forget about your feelings and your emotions. But I want to call those out because those are devil feelings and emotions. Satan doesn't want you mending anything. He wants you to keep that resentment in your heart and to continue to hold that anger. That is Satan breeding in you. So for that alone, let's get it out of us. Let's call on God to remove that anger and that lack of forgiveness. Let's renounce those spirits within us. And then call on God every day. Call on him, cry to him, say, Lord, I need to forgive this person because I need your forgiveness. So it's not just to get Satan out of your soul. It's to get your soul ready to see Jesus because you got to get through Jesus to get to the Father. And if the Father isn't going to forgive you because you are holding resentment, are you getting into heaven? Let's think about that. So go be this greatness, this spirit fourfold of Elijah today. And with that same confidence and that same spirit stirred up in you, go to God and ask for that miracle in your life, whatever it may be, or that miracle for someone in your life. Use me, Lord. Please use me as you did Elijah and Elisha. I want to bring miracles to the world. It can happen. It, it should happen. That's what we're called to be. The disciples, the apostles performed miracles. Saints, regular people like you and me performed miracles through their trust and their love of God and their willingness to be strong and to commit to living a life with Jesus every moment and falling back on him. All right, everyone. Whew. I hope you get out there 
and love like crazy. And don't forget, that means your enemies too. God can get you through it, trust me. I have absolutely turned around my feelings for my brother, my alcoholic brother who I hated for decades. Hated, didn't even talk to him. The whole family and him knew it. Now, I text him, I love him, we get together, we hang out. He's still drinking, but everything has changed. He's actually listening to Joel Olstein on the radio. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of wishing he would be, you know, more on the Catholic side, but every single day he says he listens to Joel Olstein and then he prays the Our Father. This is my brother who had no God in his life ever. God can do miracles, y'all, and it can change our hearts to love even those who have hurt us so bad, even those closest to us. So have faith. Call out to God, Daddy, Abba, Father, like a little child, an adopted child, because he chose you. Okay, I'm repeating myself. <laughs> Surprise. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.